Welcome to Hello Jelly. Brian here. And I'm Megan Miller, where we're having honest conversations for not yet, almost, and newly marrieds. Last week on The Jelly, we talked about blame. Why you should step up to the plate and take it. And next week, we're going to talk about finances. We're excited about it. A lot of people have asked, so, you know, we're giving the people what they want. Talking about the money. Talking about the money. But let's live in the present, Megan. (laughs) This week on Hello Jelly, we're going to talk about how to be the perfect roommate. Whoa. I don't know about perfect, but we just thought this was so relevant because most everyone our age has a roommate, whether you're married, engaged, dating, in college, whatever, living with your parents. I mean, you name it. Yeah. It's it's good to, to freshen up on some skills here. And I'd like to say we have some street cred. We do have a lot of st- so 13, 13 street cred points. 13, 13 roomies. roommates, people. We've gone on our third year of marriage, and we've had 13 roommates. Take that, world. Take that. So the first uh, point we wanted to talk about, principle, is being mindful of others. Common mm-hmm. courtesy. Mm-hmm. You'd think it would be common, not always common. <laughs> Give what us I'm an talking example. about here. Ooh, sorry. Taking out the trash, you ask your roommate, hey, do you have any other trash you want to put away? Another simple thing. You're eating dinner. You're done with your plate. You look over. Is your roommate done? Grab it on your way up. If- right. You're going to the store. Hey, can I grab anything while I'm out? Just the common courtesy. Yep. It's huge. Goes a long way. And the next thing we can't help but mention is just the the Oddity. fact of living with the opposite sex. I mean, if you don't live with the person you love yet, just brace yourself because it is it is a whole new ball game. I mean, yes. Wow. I mean, especially for me, I grew up no sisters, never really had a girlfriend really, and never really lived around a woman at all. No no really girls on any part of my family besides my mom, but that doesn't really I mean, it's my mom. But It was kind of a rude awakening, honestly. Okay, we'll just give you a little insight into how rude of an awakening it really was. We were maybe, I don't know, 10 days into being married, honeymoon and all. I mean, maybe two days into our apartment, and we're laying in bed. We shared a full-size bed for the first seven months of our marriage, so that could have been the root of all evil in our house. Brian's 6'4", and I'm 5'9", so, you know... Not not too much room to breathe, and we're sitting there in the dead of the night. I was moody all day, probably all two days of being back, sharing my space, or who knows why I was moody. I mean, do, I never really know why I'm moody, but that's a whole nother podcast topic. And we're sitting there, back to back. I think I fake, was fake sleeping when Brian got into the room because I was so annoyed of him, and he whispers in the middle of the night, Megan. Definitely shouldn't have said that. Megan, have you ever thought that maybe you were bipolar? You know what, Brian? No. I've really never thought that I was bipolar, but I'm so glad that you put that little blimp on my radar. It was really helpful and um, really constructive in the first couple of weeks of, you know, just solidifying that union of marriage. So So it's only gone up from there, really. (laughs) I like to treat women like a beautiful lioness. Hmm. Beautiful to look at. But approach with caution. You must respect them. You need to know, have they eaten? (laughs) If if so, you can maybe be a little lighter, maybe be a little friendlier. Maybe. 
And but honestly, the the moodiness is rubbed off on me, it, honestly, it, and hey, I kind of like it. I'm glad you're owning up to that because yeah. you got a little sass in you. I'm quite a moodster these days. <laughs> um, the third point that we would like to bring up is having feel. Okay, but what's feel. feel? What if people don't know? Well, if you don't know, you probably don't have it. <laughs> That's the first thing. Second thing, I'd like this. This is a good saying I'm borrowing from Terry Tate, office linebacker. Look it up on YouTube if you wish. If you kill the Joe, you make some mo. Okay. That's the general theme of feel. Which is? Some examples. Just if you see little things around the house or play, wherever you're living, take care of it. Don't make a big deal of it. Don't make a big deal of it. If the Brita's empty, fill it up. Fill up the Brita. If there's no toilet paper on the roll, put a new thing on it. If there's no toilet paper left at all use some newspaper and Ooh. buy some at the store for your roommate <laughs> and for yourself just don't be a drama queen just do what needs to don't be done don't be a drama queen Suck do what needs up. to be done have feel if the other person's angry in a bad mood give them some space if your Little roommate's things. sleeping don't make a smoothie at 5 a.m yeah just general awareness have some feel it's all are a little bit related i think Okay, the last thing we can't help but mention is personal space and independence. And this is something that's been really, really important for Brian and I because we spend a lot of time together. And you can get a little stir-crazy if you're spending 24-7 with the same opinion, the same habits, the same person, interests. So it's, it's really important to cultivate some passions and even friendships or interests outside of the person that you live with. Yeah, and on the other side of that, it's important to know my spouse's interests, to know my roommate's interests, mm -hmm. and promote that and um, encourage them. You know, if I know Megan's training for a marathon, I'm going to ask her, hey, how, how's your training going? Um, you running some good times? You feeling healthy? What's it looking like moving forward? And just on the flip side of that, I know the things that make Brian tick are serving being a light in other people's lives, picking up slack where it's needed. So I want to make sure that he is fanning those flames that make him live into who he really was created to be. So if I'm, if we're sitting around, he talks about maybe he's bored or I don't know, I'm going to say, well, why don't you go down to the high school and volunteer at the baseball team, see if they need help over there. Or go ask Trevor, our neighbor, if he needs help carrying in his groceries or maybe another neighbor or friend at the field needs help with yeah. some chores here or there. there. There are ways that you can clear your head and get out. And I think that something I've noticed after having this roommate of mine going on three years, we didn't argue or get at each other's throats as much when we were dating. And I think it's because there was still that excitement factor of, oh, I missed you so much. I'm so glad that you're home or I'm so glad that you're here when he was away or when we spent significant times apart. And you kind of take that out of the equation when you start to live with someone. So it, it helps in bringing back a little bit of that zest and a little bit of that joy of being around the person that you chose to live with because if you chose to live with them, you love them a lot. So yeah. it's helpful. So be, be an individual. Yeah, don't lose yourself. Don't lose yourself. Nice. So what happens if this perfect ideal roommate we've described isn't the one you're living with? Um, well, where do I start? <laughs> Just I kidding. would say there's you're two things roommate. Two you're... things you might need to do. One, work at it yourself. Definitely. Going back to taking the blame. Work yes. at it. Don't just blame your roommate for all your problems. Yeah. And two, communication. 
Huge. Don't let little things become big things. And how do you do that? You communicate early about the things that are bothering you. And the, th- Honestly, the things that you want to see going on in your house. Definitely. I mean, I like to remind myself of this as often as possible because I do it so much and I wish I didn't. Understand the expectations that your roommate knows about and the ones that they don't. Check yourself. If you're getting really upset about how Brian's not making the bed or how he's not helping you carry in the groceries, whatever your roommate's doing that's driving you nuts, have you clearly told them that that's not the way that you want it to go? Just remind yourself, okay, what do we need to sit down and have a conversation about? And this is something silly and little, but at night, Brian brushes his teeth, goes to the bathroom, then slams down the toilet seat. I don't know why he has... At least I'm putting it down. Okay, he puts up the seat, but then he slams the seat with the lid. It's the lid, I think, that's heavy. And I'm telling you what, when he does that, oh my gosh, my blood boils. I don't know why my blood boils. I know point one, work on me, whatever, but it just pisses me off. I'm sorry. It does. And so every time when he would get in bed, I I am not in the mood to snuggle. I'm not in the mood to kiss you goodnight. I'm like in the mood to kick you in the stomach because I don't understand how you could have no feel and just slam that dang toilet seat. And I realized I had never told him that that drove me crazy and he probably doesn't even know that he does it because that's just kind of... So we had a conversation about it, and holy miracle, he stopped slamming the toilet seat, and it is wonderful. So, you know, maybe this is the one way that we've kind of nailed it, and now we can move on to other things that we're not so good at. Yeah. Oh, you know what? This is also something I want to talk about with expectations and communicating them. Alex and Jace, two of our really great friends, are moving in with us next weekend and staying for a month. And She has texted me two weeks in advance. What do you expect us to pay? What do you expect for a car? What do you expect for just little things within the house? That's awesome. If you're before you can even move in with the person, maybe lay out the responsibilities with finances, with chores, with whatever. Get as specific as you feel you need to be so that you take out any opportunity for resentment or bitterness or frustration in the roommate situation. Great points. <laughs> Excellent points. But but now it's time for the meat of this thing. <laughs> Tidbits by Beaver. Tidbits by Beaver. Building the dam that will keep out any wave of destruction wow. from your life. Okay. That's Tidbits a bold statement. And honestly, I don't know how this got out there, but I've had several professors, associate deans, community leaders reaching out to me from across the nation asking universities such as Harvard, MIT, some West Coast oh. stuff about teaching, perhaps teaching some of these tidbits in their universities and communities. I would love to know what subject these would fall under. Yeah. Miscellaneous. Miscellaneous. Home uh, it's, It would probably be a... Philosophy. What, what's a class that everyone has to take again? Gen ed. It's probably like a gen ed, like the first class you take. Intro to college and Intro life. Intro to college and life. <laughs> Probably the first and the last. They make you take it twice. Wow. So we'll see where that goes. But this week, I'm going to be talking about shower etiquette. Now, this may be some TMI for many of you. Mom, perhaps you should 
turn it off now. But I honestly was looking forward to showers post-marriage. Okay. You know, what that brings. I'm very environmentally minded, so, mm-hmm. you know, save water, etc. However, I have come to find not too glamorous. It's at the point now when I hear a yell from the shower, it is a groan. I'm like, oh, gosh. Run. I have to get up. Put toothpaste on her toothbrush and hand it over the curtain or get her Clarisonic, is that what it's called? Get her Clarisonic spinning gadget and give it to her. Not the best. And not to mention, and I was warned by William Bryce Steyer about this, one of my good friends. That's actually not his name. I'll protect his name for media's sake. But he told me. That his sister would create murals with her hair on the shower walls. I thought, that's ridiculous. That is the dumbest thing. Bryce, I thought you were smart. That is stupid. However, I have come to find it is true. No. And I've walked into a shower, and I thought I was walking into the Amazon. (laughs) Okay. And going back to point three, it is important, and the communication point, it is important for women to have feel, women in general, to have feel. And remove the hair from the walls. I will make sure to tell your roommate about that. That sounds like a really good life tip. So thank you for listening. We love doing this. It is so fun for us. You have no idea. Um, Tell us what you want to hear. Find us on Instagram at hello.jelly. You can email us there, text us, Facebook, whatever. Share with what you struggle with, what inspires you, your funny stories. Um... Marriage is a lot easier done in the context of community, so that's why we started this, and we're really glad that you're listening. Slap some jelly on it. Yee-yee!